Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Do I even know how to do a podcast anymore? It's been a long time. I'm like looking at all the knobs and the buttons and the lights and going, I think this is how it goes. It's been like a couple of months. I apologize, but not really. You know, first of all, guys, free. It's a free podcast. So, you know, go screw yourself. Number two, I just, I haven't had a life. The reason is it's been two months of hell. Hell on earth, but not re- not really. You know, it's just like I've got the two kids and the older one, he's he's off like it's, it's the summertime that we, we can't send him to any kind of daycare, you know. So it, I just basically what was happening is I would go to bed with him in the nighttime because I would have to sleep in his room in order to settle him down. Then we'd wake up at like 6 a.m. And then uh, nap time would come at like 1 p.m. And I would fight with him for an hour and a half to try to convince him to take a nap, have to lie down with him in there for nap time. And then, of course, I'd fall asleep because I'm exhausted. And then we both get up about 3.34 and we do the rest of the day. And then about 8 o'clock, I try to put him back to bed. Well, of course, he doesn't go to bed. So I got to sleep there to settle him down. Do you see what I'm saying? 24 hours a day with this child. And I, I almost went insane. I almost went insane. You say, Mark, how did you fix it? Well, I didn't really. But um, I realized if he's fighting so much for the for the afternoon nap, then fuck it. Just get rid of that nap altogether. So, and uh, he was happy, happy to hear that. He's like, yeah, good. I hate sleeping. So then when 7 or 7.30 comes now, I go in with him. I lie down for a few minutes and he, he sleeps finally because he's exhausted. Because children are supposed to sleep like, you know, 12 hours a day. And this kid's been sleeping like six hours a day. Anyway, my life, I got my life back a little bit. So here we are doing the podcast in the Volvo XC60. Once again, it feels good. You know, like a broken in glove. Just a a mitt that fits you. You know, you go out, throw the old baseball around. You haven't picked up that glove in a while, but you put it on. It feels right. So much to talk about. You know what? There's too much to talk about. This is the type of thing that is like, you know, when when you you go back to your old hometown and you see a high school friend and you haven't seen him in 20 years. You know what I mean? You know, unless you're young. And if you are, go fuck yourself. So you haven't seen him in 20 years and you see him, you're like, ah, and you have this flood of let's catch up. And you're like, hey, what? What do we talk about? What have we, what have you been doing? Because you can't go through the minutia of the last 20 years. So you got to do broad strokes. And then you do stuff like, yeah, I got married, had kids, got divorced, had some more kids, got divorced, another couple, a lot, a lot of kids, a lot of divorces. Now I was an engineer for a while and then I, now I'm like a helicopter pilot. And you're like, oh yeah, great. Like the amount of shit that's happened in that guy's life huge but we can't go through it all we don't have time so you're just doing a few like big things you know that's what this feels like so i used to talk to you guys every week about sometimes twice a week about shit so i could tell you about the the tiny things that have happened and they were they were fascinating because i would weave a tale just just a fantastic tale that would keep you captivated But now, I mean, how do I capture the last two months? Well, let's try. 
Number one, let's talk about basketball, you know, because I, the last time I was talking, the Raptors were still playing in the NBA Finals, and I was saying, my friend Julie, who uh, I just visited down in Newfoundland, she has made sure to remind me to eat crow, as they say, you know, take a big old bite of humble pie, because uh, I was saying that the Raptors, there was no way they were going to win. Eventually, the Golden State Warriors, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Durant will come back and uh, they, they'll win a couple of games, but they'll they'll never win. Of course, no one expects them. You know what? You know what? That sounded like the American commentators, right? And now, of course, they did win. They uh, they won. I was surprised. And unlike these Monday morning quarterbacks, I'm not going to pretend like I knew all along. It was true when I was watching them that they did seem like they were much better than people were saying they were, but I still didn't think once they hit Golden State that they would win. But I was wrong, just like I am about most things in life. Totally and utterly wrong. The Toronto Raptors, it was thrilling to be in Toronto with the with the winning. People poured out into the streets. I didn't, of course, because I'm old and that feels scary to me. Don't want to go out in the streets and celebrate with strangers. Plus, I'm married. The only reason, it has occurred to me, the only reason I used to go out and do things was for ladies. It was just the, the possibility that I would meet a woman who had a pair of breasts who would tolerate me because she was elated that her team had won something. You know, or St. Patrick's Day, I remember that was a big one for me. I'm like, ah, they'll be out and they'll be drunk. I have a chance with them. Plus, they'll be wearing tight-fitting green T-shirts. And for some reason, I really like that. Maybe maybe it's because I used to read those She-Hulk comic books, right? Who knows? Who knows where that comes from? But I just loved the idea of trying to hook up with some girls on St. Patrick's Day. Never happened, but I always liked the idea of it. You know, I know like after shows, going out, you know, talking to the audience members... You know, I used, it was, it was just so you could talk to girls. So now married with children, I, the last thing I want to do is talk to women because even if you meet a woman and you feel like she's kind of sweet on you, you think to yourself, ah, that's an ego boost. Not really. Not this day and age. It's the whole, it's the type of things like, ah, where were you? Where were you 15 years ago? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Anyway. It's, and it's not like I'm some kind of pervert. And that's I'm, my whole goal was to go out. and It's just that my general stasis is to stay home, hang out, feel comfortable, maybe have a beer, watch some form of sporting event in the comfort of my own home. I don't even like watching sports live that much because I, I like to hear the announcers to tell me what's happening. A lot of times I don't know what's happening, even if I think I do. You know, sometimes you don't really get it. You got people, there's people being paid millions of dollars to, to put off productions, to have statistics, to show you replays. To just And it's very enjoyable. You know, I like being able to follow the game closely. You go to a live thing, you know, you're worried about the idiot kicking your seat behind you. The guy in front of you is too tall. You know, you just stuff is happening on the ice. 
And your wife is like, hey, did you get the popcorn? You're like, well, I didn't know you wanted popcorn. Did you get it? Oh, hey, Sidney Crosby scored. Did he? No, that wasn't him. Who was it? Somebody else. Okay, the other team. Oh, the other team scored. That's bad, isn't it? You know, you're not really following. So I kind of like being at home, watching my sports, watching my movies, you know, and then not, not going out and fraternizing with other human beings. But I would do it because I was still an animal and you have a biological drive to mate with other animals of your species. Well, you know, unless you're unless you like that type of thing. And in 2019, you're probably you're probably supposed to say it's okay if they do. You know what I mean? No, to each his own. I saw this dude today walking down the street. He's got a little beard. But he had like Crystal Gale share type hair from the 70s, you know, and he was wearing sort of a blouse, but then he was wearing like man jeans and construction boots and he had a bunch of chains on and it was sort of weird. He sort of looked like uh, like a, a delicate lady and and a tough, cool motorcycle guy. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but have at it, buddy, man, buddy, lady. He look, I felt like, to me, that's perfect. Do you know what I mean? Like, when people get all the surgeries and uh, the hormone replacements and all that, that confuses me. Because that doesn't seem like acceptance to me. But again, I'm an idiot. I'm wrong about stuff. Look at it. The Raptors won, for God's sake. They won. So what do I know? I don't know shit. But what I'm saying is, it seems weird, you know, that you get the surgeries and the hormones... But, I mean, you know, people, they say they don't feel right in their body, so they want to change them. Okay. But, like, this guy, to me, he seemed, or she, depending on how it identifies, they identify? I'm not sure. I'm like, it was just, it was beautiful. Just a dude with the flowing hair and yet the, I was just, that is a unique person who is, it, seemingly anyway, totally accepting themselves, going down the street, making a guy like me look at him and go, God damn, look at you, free and easy. Just like you're, you got the, it's like he's got the world by the balls. I like to see it. And that's what, that's what this, that's what this new modern era is about, you know? I, I sort of, when I see that type of person, I, I get it. I'm like, I see the change is happening and it's good. Like, that dude, he should be, or that, what, however they identify, it should be free to do the, do those things. I just, what scares me, though, is is the, the, the doing stuff to your body. And I mean that in every way, shape, or form, right? Like, uh, I wouldn't encourage surgery for people, generally speaking. Certainly hormone therapy, you know, I... Uh, it seems weird to me to be putting stuff into your... It's like steroids and shit. You know, but sometimes you need those. So maybe you do... Maybe that's the thing. Maybe if they have a thing... Like if you, uh, if you were to give someone hormone therapy because they had some kind of problem, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be bitching about that. And so if these people... I think I just talked myself, you know, into uh, acceptance... I'm sorry to anybody who might have been offended earlier. Turns out, maybe hormone therapy and surgery is a good thing to do. I don't know. I don't know.
It's just let's just change, change let's change topics before I I become some kind of old bigot. Guys, love yourselves. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a flying shit. I'm just trying to understand it all. At least I'm being honest. You know what I mean? I'm a 41-year-old man who grew up in small Roman Catholic town. You know, I'm trying to shake off some of the old stuff that's been beaten into my brain. You know? Trying to learn. Trying to be at... One of my friends, she she's a nurse, and she says when she gets patients that come in, who are, you know, they identify a different way or they're trans or they're whatever, then uh, what she says to them is, I may screw up. I may say things that are offensive to you, and I don't, I apologize if that happens. And if anything like that happens, just please educate me. That's all. So I'll do the best I can. And apparently, the, that goes quite well. They say, absolutely. This is, it's not on you to know everything about all the things that are happening. But if you take a misstep, we'll, we'll put you back on track. You know? That's what it's all about. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how we got here. But uh, we'll, we'll listen to this. <laughs> let's, let's put this train back on the rails. Shall we? Got my life back. I uh, talked about that. Talked about the 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 going out. All oh, right, the, the basketball didn't. Don't want to go out. Don't want to meet people. And judging by all the stuff I just said, people probably don't want to meet me. But I'll tell you what, I did reconnect with humans. I am. I do get over my shit enough to realize you're supposed to keep your friends. You know. So I uh, booked a trip to Newfoundland, where I grew up. And uh, stayed with my friend Julie, who, of course, has made sure that I point out how stupid I was about basketball. She's a Raptors fan. And, uh, oh, and to finish the Raptors thing, the Kawhi Leonard, I mean, he's, he's, got, he's gone. He's already gone. He came here like, like a magic man, won a championship, took off. We rented, the, the, what do they call them, the rented championship. But it happens all the time. Superstars approaching free agency, you know, they get bought by a team for a minute, knowing they're probably not going to stay. They'll come in, we'll try to win a championship, and you know what? Most times it doesn't work out, but it did. Toronto did it. They they bought him, knowing we're probably just renting this guy because he's not going to re-sign with us next year in free agency. You know, because he's going to ask for $700 billion and a bunch of other things, and that's what he did. So we lost him. To his hometown, Los Angeles. He's got, he's gone to the Clippers now, and uh, he's down there with uh, another superstar. What's his name? Paul something or other. Anyway, it's going to be an interesting year. Basketball was a little screwed up this summer. Every like just superstars all left their teams. To, to hang out with other superstars on other super teams. So it's kind of weird. I'll say this about Kawhi. Kawhi, if you're listening, and I know you, you're probably a big fan of the I Said Shut Up podcast. Kawhi, I'll say this. I think you made a mistake. Because if you had stayed in Toronto just one more year, 
I I think you would have won another championship. I think you would have had two in a row. And hear me out. Here's why, Kawhi. It's why, Kawhi. Here, it's um, you had Golden State. They they lost Durant. First of all, Durant's going to be gone with surgery for next year. So even if he hadn't left in free agency, then he wouldn't have been playing. And then now he's gone anyway. So Golden State aren't the Golden State of old, right? So they're not going to be in your way. Um, Boston don't seem to be able to do it. LeBron, he's just getting that team formed. He's just getting his superstars now, you know? Houston, it's just there are other superstar teams, but it takes a minute to gel these teams. They generally don't win the championship first year. And since Toronto would have already been this gelled championship team, then they probably would have just done it again. Now this year, who knows? You know, yeah, Kawhi's down there with the whatever his name is. But they, you know, again, that's it's their first year together. The cha- I don't think the Clippers are going to win. Don't think the Lakers are going to win. I don't. I really don't know who's going to win. Maybe Boston. Maybe Boston. Maybe hey, what about Toronto? Right? Maybe we pick up another superstar, and then we let's get Demar Derozan back. Oh man! And then win with him. Wouldn't that be something? I'd actually like to see that. He won't come back, though. He got screwed over too bad. Anyway, down in Newfoundland, hanging out with the old friends. It's nice. You know, you got you to gotta hang out with people. Although, we did, we had a gathering where all my friends, they were going to get together. And then it's nice. It's nice that they all go out of their way to come. However, one of them brought their sick kid. You know, just snots a flying, coughing, snotting, sneezing. Like the type of cold where you're like, holy shit, she should be in bed. She she shouldn't be sneezing on my baby. But she did. She sneezed right on the baby, I swear to Christ. And uh, what do you think happened? That a four-month-old baby who is extremely underweight, He's on the one percentile, less, less than the one percentile, because I make tiny kids. He's cute, though. Adorable. Like Michael J. Fox, you know, little, but adorable. That guy, man, I tell you what, he was an inspiration, you know, because I grew up, I'm, I'm 5'10", well, I'm 5'9", now with the bone disease. I've shrunken. I just realized if people are tuned into this for the first time right now, I just throwing a lot of shit at them. He's got the bone disease? He's got... What? Uh, Yeah. So, with the bones, I have shrunk. I mean, you shrink in your old age, but at 41, I don't think you're supposed to be shrinking. But I used to be 5'10", now I'm 5'9". But again, I can't complain about that. That is still more than average height for the Caucasian male. And that's true. You can look that up. I think in my generation, 5'7 was the average height. So, being 5'10", I felt great. When I got to 5'10", because I was a short kid my whole life, you know, and and so I didn't expect to be better than average. Uh, Average to me was, oh, that was a pipe dream. I was like, if only, if only I could be average. But no, actually got a little above average in the old height department. Pretty, pretty psyched about, below average in the personality department, in the, in the, in the smarts, in the brains, well below, but above average in the height. But what was it? 
<laughs> see, see, you talk about below average in the smarts. I have lost my train of thought like 15 times. Guys, I haven't done a podcast in two months, even though this is exactly how I used to do every single podcast, by losing my train of thought and going off in God knows what fucking direction and swearing unnecessarily. Anyway. Uh, oh, Michael J. Fox inspiration. See, I got it back. I still got it. Michael J. Fox was, I'm growing up, I'm a little kid, you know, never, never dreaming I'd be 5'7". And I see this Michael J. Fox, and he's just tearing it up, buddy. Friggin' Teen Wolf, friggin' Family Matters. No, Family Ties. Family Matters is Urkel. Family Ties. You know, the Back to the Future movies, are you kidding me? And then he did the Spin City, but I was 5'10 by then, by the time he was on Spin City. But even on that, like, he made it work, that he was a short guy. You know, he just always made it work and almost treating it like it was an advantage, the way he would do it. Oh, and Canadian. So this dude looked up to him, man. He was the, he was the man. Still the man. Now he's inspiring people still with, uh, what's the thing he has, the, the Parkinson's? Is that the one? He's still, he's, he's friggin' nice guy. Kicks ass. Love Michael J. Fox. Big shout out. I know he's a big time listener of the podcast. Always like to bring up Michael when I can. But yeah, my little fella, right now he's looking at Michael J. Fox going, if only I could reach that height of five foot four or whatever he was. Oh, that'd be wonderful. It's a pipe dream for my little fella, James. King James, named him after LeBron, because you guys know, you know I love LeBron. It's not true. I I mean, I I don't hate LeBron, but I didn't name my child after him. I did steal the nickname King James, but we've been calling him Baby James. But you can't do that forever, right? Unless he doesn't grow anymore, which is always a possibility. Then, uh, anyway, he got sneezed on, old uh, King James. And uh, he developed one hell of a cold. He's still got it. He's all, he's getting better, thankfully. But for a while, we were like, do we take him to the hospital? Holy Jesus. Like, it was, we've had another baby. We This is our second baby. We're not, we're no, you know, we're not green in the area of babies. This is our second one. We're veterans. And so we know what it's like when a baby has a cold. And this thing, this fucking thing, this is a cold and a half. Like this kid, Jesus, Murphy. And uh, make you worry, right? Especially when they're so small. And my wife got it, and she's sick. She's up there now watching uh, Orange is the New Black, which is a show I like, but it's just I missed a season of it. And my wife's just, so now she's watching the final season. So I'm kind of lost and then, and then I stopped caring a little bit. But uh, I'll just get her to recap it for me when I go back up. Because I'm going to keep this one short. Because A, I have just can't keep a sentence going. I am uh, still, just and just because my kid is now starting to go to bed at 7, doesn't mean I still have my brain. I'm still exhausted. Because the day, the day is a blur. And I got a fucking tour starting in uh, September, going right through to October. I don't know how that's going to go. But, oh, I'll say this. I did headline a week. and <laughs> See, I should have done a podcast to promote my shows 
when I was headlining here in Toronto. And um, those shows went really well. So, that you know, and I, I didn't know where I was then. I would just stay up all day with the boy, and then I would just go to a show, and people were like, hey, hey, Mark, it's nice to see you. I'm like, who's Mark? Where is he? I'll punch him in the face because I didn't know what was happening. But I'd get up on stage, and I'd do my jokey jokes, and they would go well. It was actually really cool. It was a uh, contest. It had it was a prove you're a comic contest. They do this thing every year at the Absolute Comedy Clubs, and um, it's just a way for the club owner to see some young guys or newer guys do consistent sets to see if there's some of them that can do the weekends, you know, and, um, you know, work their way up the ladder and eventually become me. I used to, that was my joke, my opening joke when, uh, when the contest, when I, cause I would close the contest. So I'd get up and say, Hey, weren't all those guys great. Unfortunately, their prize for winning is to be me. So they're all going to go home and kill themselves after this. That's what I would say. And everyone would laugh because they could, they could tell by looking at me. That, that's, not, that's not the type of life you want. Look at that guy. Who wants to be him? They say. They're all showing up, eating and drinking. You know, hot chicks on their arm. You know, God, make us laugh, clown. That's what they say. Come on, you wrinkly-faced, weird-nosed, skinny, bone disease piece of shit. Make us laugh. Give us your basketball predictions, which we know will be wrong. Have I done my penance, Julie? Have I? So, I think I'll be fine for the tour. Maybe not. I should. I I decided today, once again, I was going to organize my life, start uh, spend an hour a day looking at my stand-up. And you might say, Mark, that is not much to do. Spend an hour a day looking at your stand-up? Well, you don't have my two kids, all right? It's, it's chaos here. And we've been trying to get a place for a while. I don't know if you've ever heard me mention on this podcast about the real estate, but uh, it's still a fuckery. It's still the worst thing in the world. We're in a bubble, according to everybody in the world, about the two worst places to buy a house in the world right now are New Zealand and Canada. And Canada's number one, New Zealand's number two. So it's just, it's one of the people are spending like over 60% of their income on houses, you know, or mortgages or rent. It's ridiculous. There's no one has any more money left for anything like food because they're too busy trying to pay a mortgage on a shitty house. So we were looking at maybe we'll just rent. So we looked into double our cost. So we'll be spending, I don't know, about between four and five thousand dollars for rent. That's what I said. Four and five thousand dollars for rent. And it that will be a semi-detached three bedroom where one of the bedrooms is technically not a bedroom. Semi-detached, okay house. Four to five thousand dollars a month rent and we almost did it but then we went down and it's like well we're giving up our location we're a bit we're closer to the subway closer to to uh the parks uh, we got a pool in the building 
You know, we just, uh, the layout of our apartment, even though it's just a two-bedroom apartment, is still better than most of these houses we're looking at. So we're like, ah, for fuck's sake. So we're stuck again. And we're stuck with those neighbors. These smoking, goddamn smoking neighbors. So we, uh, we went over to the management today, went over to their office. Now that we realize we don't want to spend four or $5,000 on a place that's not really an upgrade from where we live, we, um, we said to the management, uh, can we get a new apartment? Can you j-? So we're willing to move in our own building to a different unit. And the new units have dishwashers, so that's kind of nice. But it's a lot more expensive. I mean, it's like another five or $600 a month more expensive. Still way less than $5,000 a month, but more expensive. But it's an updated unit with a dishwasher. Who wouldn't pay $600 a month for a dishwasher? Am I right? If it had laundry, if it had an ensuite washer dryer, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But we will lose our view of the CN Tower, which is kind of shitty. Because when people come over to our place, it feels kind of nice. They're like, oh, the CN Tower. I'm like, that's right. Living high on the hog over here. Got a pool. Got the CN Tower. Not spending $5,000 a month. So... We go over and we're asking the guy about it. The management, the guy is the, the, the head office. We're like, hey, man, can you? And then he starts delving into our complaints about the smokers next door. And he said, so you're leaving because of the smokers. And we're like, yep, that's right. And we also kind of want an updated unit. But we, we, you know, we stuck to the smoking thing. So they're going to fucking, they're going to try to kick them out. They're going to kick them out, I think. Which is weird. I, You know, it's what I want. I want to kick them out. But at the same time, now that it's sort of here, I feel kind of weird. You know, like, you would feel like, I'm sure, like the way they're thinking of it is, hey, it's our place. We're allowed to smoke on our balcony. That's just what, we like smoking. We like smoking so fucking much that we do it all the time. We must have a marijuana or a nicotine cigarette in our lips at all moments of the day. They think that that's okay. But the thing, what they don't realize is that if it interferes with the enjoyment, I think is how it's phrased legally, of a neighbor's residence, then they aren't allowed to do it. You're allowed to do what you want in your apartment, but it cannot infringe on the other's rights to enjoyment of their own place. So, you know, we we have an asthmatic up there. That's my wife. She sees a specialist here. Boy, 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 we're we're a bunch, aren't we? Huh? Got an underweight baby, less than the one percentile. We got a severe asthmatic. We got we got a guy with a bone disease, and we have a, a, a three-year-old psycho who won't sleep. And it's not like he eats either, but, you know, at least he's, he's small for his age, you know. But I think, I think he'll get to Michael J. Fox status at least. So, like, I'm telling the guy, you know, what are we going to do about this, right? Maybe we'll just move. And the guy's like, nah, you know, they've already got a complaint. So they have seven days to comply or they're out. Now, see, the thing is, that sounds great and all. The complaint, and it's not us. That someone else complained about them. See, these people are shitty tenants. Came into our 
fucking lives to be shitty. So they're bothering everyone on the floor. And so I think the complaint they got was a noise complaint. But the problem is, is that if there's not another noise complaint in the next seven days, then it just it resets because it, the, it's to protect the tenants. So they, you can't just kick them out easily. So all they have to do is basically only make a huge racket and every eight days. If, if they, um, you know, start screaming in the middle of the night or playing their music on blast at 2.30 in the morning, if they do that every eight days, they're pretty much safe. Same thing with us and the smoking, as far as I know. But that one, I think we'll get them kicked out because they smoke like insane, just insanely amount, an insane amount of smoking. It just, and it just billows in, billows. You like that descriptive word, huh? It's like, it's like reading a Proust novel. It's a Proust novel for your ears. The smoke billows in. Through our windows. It just infecting the air, destroying my wife's lungs. And my little baby. Apparently, uh, the the secondhand smoke is one of the reasons babies don't grow. So it's getting serious. You know what I mean? I I but I still don't like being some I wish I was cool, man. Like Justin Thoreau or someone. Wearing my leather jackets and my scarves. In the middle of summer in L.A., I was looking at that guy. You guys know him? He used to be with Jennifer Aniston. I mean, he's a cool fucking dude. He looks so cool. But when I was looking at his pictures, that's what I was thinking. Like, You're in Los Angeles. You're wearing a hat and a scarf and a leather jacket all zipped up like uh, Negan from The Walking Dead. And you got, you got like Bill boots on and, and these jeans that are torn fashionably. There's no way you don't stink a B.O. right now. It's 30 degrees in that picture. What do you think you're doing? Ryan Reynolds, I think, dresses well. Because, hey, he's always in GQ. And he's in good shape. And let me tell you this. The other day, I'm looking at pictures of Ryan Reynolds because I'm weird. I'm weird. It's just sometimes I like to like look at those guys. Sometimes on the Pinterest. Trying to see what, what should I wear. You know? And my boy, Sam, he says to me, is that you? Is that you, Papa? Pointing at a picture of Ryan Reynolds in a black T-shirt. And I was like, yeah, buddy, that is me. You good little fella. Would you like an ice cream, I said to him. Nice of him. Nice of him to say that. But I'm looking at these guys, right? And uh, who's the other guy? I like the way David Duchovny dresses sometimes. He's sort, of, he's, he's sort of got like a slacker slob look to him, but it doesn't look dirty, you know? It's just, it feels right. And I've always identified with him because he has squinty eyes. And I got the squinty eyes, you know? He's got a better frame than me, I think. But I got the squinty eyes. So when I see David Duchovny... Like that show Californication, where he's wearing the Chelsea boots. I know they're called Chelsea boots because I looked it up. I Pinterested it. He's got the Chelsea boots and the jeans and a black t-shirt. I'm like, boom, I can do that. And I did do that. And it looked pretty good until I got sort of fat. I got to get back on that boy. Oh, got to get back to that gym. Got to lose this fat. 
And I got that tour coming up. It's not gonna. That's not gonna help. Sitting around drinking beers with comedians. That's not gonna help. That yeah. What I don't. How did I get to? Oh right. I was like, how did I get to the Justin Thoreau? I wish I was like that in some ways. You know, where you just you light a cigarette. You know, like Johnny Depp. It's like I'm just gonna smoke all the time and just be cool. And people are like, hey, that gives people cancer and kids emphysema. And you're like, ah, whatever. You know, I have kids. They're fine. That's the way these people think. And maybe that's a better way to be. But I I don't know. I'm all about doctors and science and shit that say things like it's not healthy for kids to be sucking in secondhand smoke. I am not of the mind that, ah, they'll be fine. Fuck them. You know, I grew up with secondhand smoke. When I was taking planes when I was young, people were allowed to smoke on them. Then I turned out fine. Well, I didn't, okay? Number one, I did not turn out fine. And number two, we know more about it now. You know, when those when people grew up and got lung cancer and died and shit, and we were like, hey, do you know why that happened? Because of this thing. That you should, you should just, you know... It's not like they don't know we have kids. That's that's what the guy, the management guy said to me. He goes, hey, so have they met you? Do they know you have young kids? I was like, yeah. Yeah, they see us every fucking day. Every day they see us. And obviously they don't give a shit. Because they've received several notices about our complaints that smoke is billowing into our windows. And they... uh aren't doing anything to change it what was hilarious is that the guy the management company guy he didn't know that someone else lived there he thought it was just some girl but it's her and her boyfriend they're both in their late 30s i i would assume but they're smokers they could be in their late teens i don't know so he's like there's a guy that lives with her and i point out the window and i go there he is because he's walking past the parking lot because we're in the main office in a lobby area and he's walking his dog in the parking lot and he was like that guy smoking and he was smoking and i was like yeah that's him because he can't go a millisecond without sucking on something well i got something for you to suck on buddy all right and it's this eviction notice you guys thought it was gonna be a dick it's not an eviction notice you know what it's just when it comes down to it it's us or them and it's gotta have. It's gonna be them, you know. It's like it's like The Walking Dead. You dress up like Justin Thoreau, and then you go. It's you or me, buddy. You or me. And it's always got to be the other guy. Although we are, even if we get them kicked out, we still might move to the other place. And now I'm. That's. I'm not saying that to be shitty. I'm just saying, you know, we might want like a newer place. We'll see. We'll see what they say to us, right? Anyway, that's it for the podcast. I did 40 minutes. That's pretty good for a run. I felt like I felt like it got a little bit better as time went on. Now, the sad part about that is that most people will have tuned out long before I had hit my stride. So uh, the numbers will be way down on this one. It's all right, guys. I don't do it for the numbers. I do it for the love. I do it for the love. Imagine if my neighbors actually listened to this. Wouldn't that be something? So I said shut up, guys.
Good night. And I'll talk to you in another couple of months. See you.